This is Real Estate Rookie episode 48. 148. My name is Ashley Kerr, and I am joined by two co hosts today Tony Robinson and Remington James. And Remington James. <laughs> Tony, what do we have today on today's rookie reply? What is the rookie reply for the new listeners that are uh, tuning in today? Yeah. So for those of you that are joining us for the first time, uh, every week, twice a week, we give you the inspiration, information, education, motivation, and every other shun you might need to get started in your real estate investing career or keep it going and blow it up if you've already started. So love that we've got a third co-host here today to kind of spice things up. But Ash, what do we got on the docket for today? What are we getting into? Remember when you had to pay to get a lead's phone number? It was like the dark ages. Until Deal Machine made skip tracing a thing of the past. Now, with your Deal Machine plan, you'll get unlimited access to phone numbers and contact information for no extra cost. That's right. Get high-quality, reliable information trusted by leading financial institutions, all fully compliant with the federal do-not-call list. Explore over 150 data points, including age, gender, marital status, occupation, and a ton more. Trust me, this is the data you need for off-market deals. With new filters, people flags, and color-coded phone numbers, lead management just got a ton easier. Ready to step up your investing game? Sign up for a Deal Machine plan today and gain immediate access to this unlimited treasure trove of contact information and phone numbers. Just head to dealmachine.com BP. Transform your lead generation and deal-making strategies with Deal Machine. Sign up today and start exploring the unlimited possibilities at dealmachine.com slash BP. Rookies, 2024 is the year to start protecting your rental properties with an LLC. But you don't have to do all the paperwork and filing yourself. Corporate Direct is your professional and affordable option for getting your LLC done right. They handle the state filings, draft your operating agreement, and act as your registered agent. They'll even help you comply with the Corporate Transparency Act, a new federal disclosure law affecting every real estate investor. Corporate Direct is a family business founded by attorney, author, and rich dad advisor Garrett Sutton over 35 years ago. Now, his son Ted is a licensed attorney working with him. Together, they've helped thousands of real estate investors form and maintain their LLCs and protect their assets. If you're trying to build a real estate portfolio, do not skip the LLC. Head over to corporatedirect.com slash biggerpockets to schedule a free 15-minute consultation with an incorporating specialist. Mention Real Estate Rookie and get a $100 discount on your formation. That's corporatedirect.com slash biggerpockets. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that I turned one of my first homes into an Airbnb? It's true. And it even helped me get the extra income I needed to launch my real estate career. So if you want to try your hand at making even more income with your property, Airbnb is the place to be. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So today's question is actually from my DMs on Instagram. So if you guys want to send us a question, you can DM me or Tony. I'm at Wealth from Rentals on Instagram and he's at Tony J. Robinson. So this week's question is from Brandon Goldman, and he said, Hey, Ashley, I had a quick question that I was thinking might be a relevant topic for many new investors. I'm currently renting a home in a great neighborhood at a great price, less than I'd pay for mortgage, taxes, insurance if I were to buy the same home in today's market. I'm looking to invest in my first rental property in a different town that is experiencing great growth. I wouldn't live there myself due to work and family obligations. 
but is it a bad idea to purchase an investment property before purchasing my first personal residence? Tony, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah. So Brandon, I'm, I'm super glad that you asked this question because it's one that comes up a lot, especially amongst people who are, are looking to get started investing. And I was in the same situation myself before I got my first real estate deal. The short answer to your question, Brandon, is, is it a bad idea to buy an investment property before buying your personal residence? The short answer is no. But I think there are a few ways that you can go about making that decision. And honestly, whether or not it is the right decision depends on each person and, and their unique situation. I think one lens you can kind of look at this decision through is just like pure mathematics. Like, let's say that you have a goal of getting to a certain net worth number or you have a goal of getting to a certain cash flow number. One of those decisions is going to lend itself to helping you get to that goal a little bit faster. Maybe buying your primary residence will help you get to your net worth goal a little bit faster because maybe the house or the market you're buying and appreciates a little bit faster. But if your goals are centered on cash flow, then maybe going after the, the rental property makes more sense. I can tell you what I did in, in this situation, Brandon, and maybe it gives you some instruction. I was kind of had the same decision to make of, do I buy my first investment property? Do I buy my, my primary residence? And I went with buying my primary residence before getting into real estate investing. The reason I did that was emotional. And I, I can say that with 100% certainty. For me, it was, it was purely an emotional decision. My wife, who was my fiance at the time, and my son, we were living in an apartment. I grew up living in an apartment. Like, we didn't have like that family home growing up or you got to like notch your height as you were getting older and stuff like that. So for me and my family, I wanted a home base, right? Like one spot where we could kind of build the memories for our family. And to me, that was more important than getting the jump on my investing career because I knew, I knew that I would get that first deal done eventually. But for me, the right decision for me and my family was to get our primary residence first. And like I said, it was purely emotional, but it's what helped me sleep at night. So those are my thoughts, Ash. I don't know. What, what do you got? Yeah, I definitely don't think that it's wrong or that you shouldn't invest in a property before you buy your primary residence. But just like you said, Tony, to look at the numbers. So maybe look at five years from now, what is your return going to be? So if you buy your primary residence now, how long would you have to wait until you could save up cash? Or do you have another way to finance your investment property? So when would you actually be able to get your investment property? And then the other way around too, if you go and buy an investment property, now, how long until you could actually purchase your primary residence? I think that you have a property that you're paying less than what you would on a primary residence. Yes, you're not building up equity into anything. So that's really something to look at too, is you're not gaining any equity by paying rent, but also would you be able to afford to get into a property that is, you know, like kind of the one that you're in now and be able to afford it and not have to, to struggle too and be able to live within your means or below your means still. So I think there's a lot of factors that play into mind, but I don't think there's anything wrong with getting an investment property first. I love the point you made, Ashley, about trying to decide or determine how much time you'll have to wait, whichever route you go down. Like for us, we got our primary residence and then almost exactly a year later, we got our first investment property. So that, that's how much time we needed to kind of get ourselves ready. So yeah, Brennan, if maybe buying your primary residence is going to push off your investing by a decade, right, then, then maybe you have some reassessment that needs to happen there. But I think that's a really good kind of barometer to look at and not just about like, and I guess there's a few things to look at, right? Like first is your your capital 
that you have available, right? Like how much of your available capital is going to go towards this first purchase? And then second is your ability to get approved for a loan. Like if you do go out and get this rental property first, do you still have the DTI, the debt to income ratio to allow you to go out and get a primary residence mortgage, whatever time frame that, that comes next? So some things to think about for sure. Yeah. And also if you're married to is to looking into putting properties into each other's name so that one person has the debt to income ratio on the, the investment property and then maybe the primary goes into the other spouse's name and that's the debt to income affects that for the, the primary residence too. So there's different ways to do that too, that you can look at if you are married. So um, one other thing I just wanted to add is that when I got married, we lived in actually my husband's grandparents' old house and it was still owned by his parents. And I started investing in 2014. I bought my first property and we didn't buy that farmhouse until 2015. And then we didn't build our house until 2016. So technically we really did invest before we actually owned anything ourselves too and ended up working out for us. So anything else to add on that, Tony? No, I think we hit it all. And Brandon, sorry that we don't have like a black and white answer for you, but I feel like these are the kind of things where it's going to depend a lot on your your unique situation and, and kind of what's going on. But hopefully that gives you at least some some kind of guardrails or some decision factors you can you can kind of look into to help point you in the right direction. Yeah, just figuring out the numbers and looking like, you know, five years from now, 10 years from now, just run those numbers for each scenario to see where you end up on that too. And I think the idea too is that you're looking to look <laughs> we're losing a co-host <laughs> yeah go ahead say goodbye to everybody bye <laughs> he's like i'm over this <laughs> <laughs> so to kind of wrap it up is like you know analyze those numbers and look at it long term and what's going to work out best for you guys in your situation and just to highlight too what tony said in the beginning is it cash flow you're looking for is it appreciation do you want to build your net worth do you want to become more liquid so those scenarios play into factor but Overall, there's nothing wrong with purchasing an investment property before your primary, especially if you're going out and looking at more affordable markets that have that higher cash flow associated with them too than where you want to live. Well said. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We're actually recording this on New Year's Eve right now. So Tony, what's your uh, big New Year's Eve plans? Well, I actually have COVID right now. So my year's plans are to uh, pretty much sit at home and, and do nothing and try not to get anybody else sick. So <laughs> sounds like fun. Actually, like I love staying yeah. home. So <laughs> it's not yeah. a bad thing. <laughs> but you, you got big plans for tonight, Ashley. What, what's going on in, in, in your, your New Year's Eve resolutions for tonight? Well, we're doing the same thing we did last year. Uh, we're going with a couple families to a hotel with an indoor pool and the kids just swim all night. We order food and have some drinks and just all hang out while the kids swim and entertain themselves. So all right, well, we'll take, take a couple extra shots for me in spirit of me not being there, me being locked away at home. So yeah, I'm more like a seltzer person shots. You, <laughs> yeah. you saw me in Las Vegas shots don't do me well. <laughs> 
Okay, well, happy late New Year, everyone, because this will air a couple of weeks after New Year. But send us your messages on Instagram at Wealth from Rentals or at Tony J. Robinson if you want your question featured on a rookie reply. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will be back on Wednesday. But first, let's hear something from biggerpockets.com that can help benefit you. The market is changing, and finding your way can be tricky. Rates shift, headlines whirl, but your goal hasn't changed. You want financial freedom. And the best investors know it's not about timing the market, it's about time in the market. If you're ready to get into the real estate investing game or take your game to the next level, finding an investor-friendly agent is your next step. With BiggerPockets Agent Finder, you can find the right agent in minutes. Just head to biggerpockets.com slash deals, enter a few details about what and where you want to buy, and boom, instantly match with an investor-friendly agent who fits the bill. These local market experts can help you navigate the neighborhoods, analyze the numbers, and take action with confidence once and for all. There's free resources only available at biggerpockets.com slash deals. Get an agent, get the deal, and get closer to financial freedom at biggerpockets.com slash deals. That's biggerpockets.com slash deals to find your investor-friendly agent today. The content of this podcast is for informational purposes only. Past performance is not indicative of future results, and all host and participant opinions are their own. Investment in any asset, real estate included, involves risk. Use your best judgment and consult with qualified advisors before investing. Only risk capital you can afford to lose. Bigger Pockets LLC disclaims all liability for direct, indirect, consequential, or other damages arising from reliance upon information presented in this podcast.